This is Lisbon Unlimited. My name is Diogo Bronze, and um, my guest here today is Tony Gimeno Solans. He is an international speaker and trainer in bound recruiting, employer branding, and talent attraction. That's his business. He helps companies attract and engage their talent to get employees that are committed, productive, and happy. He gives conferences and in-company workshops at international level about the inbound recruiting, recruiting methodology, employer branding, social recruiting, and how to attract more talent with digital marketing techniques. 80 conferences in Spain, Peru, Ecuador, United States, Colombia, and these are just a couple companies, but basically a couple countries, but basically he spoke to more than 5,000 companies and HR professionals. He has worked with ADECO Group and as an inbound recruiting director uh, and marketing manager for this company. He has worked also or co-founded actually uh, Talent Clue, an employer branding and recruiting company that was responsible for the success of HubSpot marketing in Spain. Thank you for accepting our invite, Tony, and uh, welcome to Lisbon Unlimited. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Really You're welcome. To be here. <laughs> Perfect. I want to know and learn a lot about what you're doing. I'm quite curious because as we were speaking before, I think companies are definitely trying to hire in a different way, but they are still thinking about doing it or talking about doing it and not doing it uh, at all. So I would like to start with one question for you now, which is why the recruitment industry? Why did you go to that industry in the first place? I think it's uh, it was a coincidence. So uh, my background is digital marketing. Uh, I started as a trainee in a, um, in a digital IT recruitment uh, firm that uh, was like recruiting people, IT profiles basically yeah. on LinkedIn back in 2012, which nobody believed in LinkedIn like a recruitment platform. So I was helping them to recruit and also to sell or to find leads in LinkedIn. And then I was just in this business to do marketing. I didn't know about anything about recruiting, but then while well, like learning about LinkedIn recruiting, we started teaching companies how to recruit in social media. And then with uh, two other partners, we decided to uh, well, found a company that's called Talent Glue, which was a software for HR, because uh, what happened is like we create a platform for our own recruiters in the consultancy firm and all the companies wanted that so we start uh we created that company and but nobody wanted a recruitment software or they then feel that they needed that because they have the job portals excel the spreadsheets to manage everything so we start doing inbound marketing which is like creating a lot of content to teach people about yeah. how to improve career brand talent acquisition everything that was related to our software. So I get more and more and more about uh, recruitment because I had to teach, give conferences, give talks, create guides and everything. And then at some point it's like, hey, that's important because we were growing as a company. We went from eight employees to 60. So I, I saw the importance of employer brand of hiring people that was a good match for us because uh, at some point, we went from 40 people to 60 people within four months. And then we had to go back to 40 because the hiring wasn't, uh, it was good in the profiles, but not good in the culture, in the way we work, the things we believe, the values we had. And then like the company was start to uh, kind of crumble. And so we had to go back and say, hey, we have to rethink all of, all of this 
And then I had like the opportunity to start working with customers, helping them attract talent. And, and I find it like, hey, it's something we need to improve. Everything I'm everyone who I'm talking to, they're not really happy at their work. They are not really fulfilled. So it's something that we have to fix or something we can improve. That is like when I link all my marketing and selling techniques into recruitment. And now I'm trying to help companies to attack better talent that by, with the purpose that in the end, everybody will be happy and fulfill at their work. Uh, and companies play a, a huge part here. Uh, that that is that is a great uh, strategy from my from what I can tell you. It seems like it was pretty organic the way that you uh, got into it. So starting in marketing, but do people realize, uh, especially in the your industry now, HR, the importance of marketing to hire? I think now more and more it's becoming a trend. Like two, I will say like three years ago, four years ago, it was like something that people like yeah, social media. But now, like lately this year, and I've been doing this for a long time, but this year it seems like it's booming. Uh, probably because uh, more and more millennials or centennials, let's say it can be, for me, it's a way of thinking or way of seeing life. It's becoming more predominant the people that want flexible work uh, or want like, to have a purpose uh, in the company they work for, or to know why they work or to like the environment. So companies are facing, like, uh, they're struggling to attract the best talent and to convince them because salaries are not uh, something that is the most important thing anymore. And now they, they, they feel, okay, we've been doing the same stuff for 20 years. And now we have to do something else. And now they're seeing that they've forgotten about selling their company as a place to work. And now is when they're starting to see that they are like people that needs to market or sell their own companies. And now they're see, they starting to seeing it. And when you explain everything they can do, they, they do the click because obviously they know, they, they have like the little pieces, but what happens is in HR, marketing never gets involved, but because we've been seeing HR like a department that does like pay the salaries, organize the staff, contracts, and they don't see it as a key part of the company. And now more and more, since people is more important and, and companies are seeing, are, are changing towards like people-centered, HR plays a, like a really important role and recruiting, obviously, it's uh, really important. So, yeah, I actually remember, because that's a really good point. I remember when I applied for PyDrive the first time, I always had in mind the kind of marketing they would do because they do market they do marketing around their culture they have videos online about what they do with their with their employees so that was pretty strong and um you also mentioned um linking that to your previous conversation that culture is important salary is not the only factor and mm -hmm. you noticed that on your company when it grew too much yeah. too fast so why what why is, why is culture so important because at the end, you spend a lot of time working with a lot of people. So salary is like, okay, yeah, you pay me and, and get, get me motivated, but for a short amount of time. At the end, I'm sharing my time with a lot of people. I'm doing the same stuff for five days a week, uh, eight hours a day, and I'm sharing my time, my, my motivation, my everything with a lot of people. So if I'm not engaged with these people, it's difficult that I'm going to give the best of myself or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best work or I'm going to be inspired or I'm going to be happy at the end. 
because the same way we choose friends and with some people we are like super happy and we want to do stuff and with some people we are not so it's the same with like there's no work or and the rest of my life now it's everything together so when you choose a company like salary is important because obviously we all, we all have to live but also we, we should like focus on okay well, how is it working there how is the people there what do you do believe like how they work is it like match with me so people need to start doing this or asking themselves these questions before joining a company because uh, then if not like they're not gonna match they're gonna, gonna be happy they're not gonna produce the best work and nobody's gonna be happy so exactly. uh, that's why it's important because and if not everybody lose like you you go there to a company imagine you not having information about pipe drive you join them you arrive there probably you, you left your project and your right is like okay i didn't expect this because i had this idea in my mind and people is trying to make you fit in the company but you are not they are not happy so everybody lose so i think it's important but the same the, the same way you choose a hotel in in booking you choose not just because of the price you choose other other that's it to, mm -hmm. or anything so i think it's important to in order to be fulfilled in a, in a higher level not just in a salary level so definitely investing in marketing for companies in hr should be not seen as an expense but as a way of actually saving money because you are preventing the wrong people to join right exactly and having the best product exactly <laughs> or the best service because if you don't have the best people for sure the service won't be good and and, and this is like the thing that company companies need to start seeing it's like okay we say like a customer first it's like no people first like our employees first because if mm -hmm. you have the best employees mm -hmm. for sure they're gonna deliver, deliver the best product or the best service which at the end transforms to better uh, or, or happier customers and until now we, they didn't see and we are super uh, used to do marketing for customers but we are not used to do marketing for the most important product that is like our company and the people who work in it so that's the change yeah. that companies need to start seeing like an internal marketing exactly, exactly. Um, tony i i you have a youtube channel um, if uh, anyone listening here, go check that out. He has a couple of videos there. But you mentioned something in one of those videos. Um, you mentioned that most companies are unable to connect emotionally to their candidates. Why is that? I think it's because the, the, like the, there is the tradition or there is this, this methodology that because now when I do conferences and trainings, some young people come and like, hey, but I just left university and the teacher in university told me like, the job offer, the shorter, the better. And they're doing it the same way for a long, long, long time. And they forgot that they are like treating with people, people have emotions, people at the end, but the same in marketing. Sometimes in marketing, they don't even marketing this way, an emotional way. So at the end, you need to connect, like obviously with the facts, but you need to connect emotionally with the people. And, and basically they don't do it because they don't know how to do it because nobody trains them, nobody teach them. And when people join recruitment, like they do the same stuff that everybody does, or if they ask the boss or they ask like whoever. So the thing is like, they haven't put the priority in recruitment. Usually it's like really junior people who start recruitment and then go somewhere else. And, and they do the same stuff all over and over and over again. And the thing is like people who go there, they don't have this, these marketing skills or they don't think that it's important to connect emotion. And 
and they have this structured process and they follow the process, they write the job offers the same, they do the interview the same, they do the same questions without questioning, okay, is this really effective? Is this really helping us to improve performance? Is this, so they're just doing it because it's like the methodology they had for a long time. And, and I have a feeling that people when they go into business or at least when they're working, they go into a, such a serious mode that they forget that people actually have emotions, that what moves yeah. people are emotions and real connections. But they happen in both sides because as candidates, we face interviews like, oh, I need to prepare an interview. I have these questions about my weaknesses. It's like, okay, like seriously, you, we have to change this way in both ways. Like the way we as candidates, we approach jobs is like, okay, we're not begging for a job. It's like, we start, we, it's like a collaboration. And it's like, okay, I have to sell myself, but they have to sell to me. And the interview is not an interview that they do to me to analyze if I'm good fit. It's like, I need to analyze them and we need to get to know them. So it has to change everything. I think that worked for a, lo for a long time. It worked because the companies work in a, in a certain type of way, but now people like evolved and we changed dramatically the way we <laughs> live in the last 10 years. So we need to start changing this. But People the same, like people have faced CVs, uh, they face interviews, they face everything the same way like as 20 years ago. So both sides need to change. I, I, I find it interesting because one of the questions I have here, and I was about was going to ask it later, but you mentioned it now, is um, you usually your customers are companies, right? Yeah. Would it be make sense to invert that? Would it be make sense to maybe in the future interviewees or candidates will be um, your customer? Yeah, well, now I help both. Like for, for me, like I help companies and they are my customers because obviously they, they well, they have, they are bigger projects and they can pay, but in, in a fulfillment way, because also I, I really love helping companies, but I really love helping people because you see like a direct impact in people and people's emotions so i do it for fun like uh, <laughs> i do it for with friends that reach me or people who i don't know i just like have them in linkedin say hey tony can you help me with my linkedin profile or how i should and i just i'm not a coach but i just ask them questions like okay what are you good why you should work why you should join this company like write all your competitive uh, advantages that you have explain your experience in this way so i help them in a way, and, and probably when I get some experience of doing it, I'll create a methodology as well and I'll yeah. start posting videos. But I do it because I think it's important as well. I would totally love to see a company. I guess someone might, might uh, do this already, but I would love to see companies that would grab people and make them, transform them and make them into sell, um, people that would be yeah. able, they would be able to sell themselves to the marketing industry, to the pharmaceutical industry. Like it's not faking it, but actually creating a story behind that person and do people forget that nowadays you have a brand exactly do because i do think that most people don't realize that nowadays everything is public and if you don't build your brands the thing is like they forgot that uh in some way they're a product like in a, in a good way you know they have in a good way that you have yes. to market yourself yes, of course. and you have to sell yourself at the end it's like it doesn't matter if you are a freelance, or you are a consultant, or you are an employee. You have to sell yourself. You have your own brand. So when you look for a job, you have to know what are your 
key capabilities, what are your key st strengths, why people should buy from you. So I have like, I actually have a conference in my YouTube channel, so you mentioned it, but it's like how to find a, a job that you're passionate about. And the first part is about finding yourself, okay, what you are good at, what do you, how do you work, what are your strengths, why people should hire you. And then it's like, how do I sell myself? How do I reach these companies? How do I start a conversation? Because at the end, sometimes I receive messages from people, hey, that's my CV, I would love to a job opportunity. It's like, what? you don't tell me what you're looking for, what, why I should hire you, how do you work, why you are the best. So explain me this. And, and everybody kind of knows this because you know what you're good at. Or you can ask your peers or your friends or your colleagues. It's like, why do you think I'm good at? What are my key skills? What? And, and you have to create your own value proposition as a professional. Even if you are not a freelance, like you have to do it as an employee, and I think that's something that nobody teach you, not in, even in university. And that's a project I have to in 2020 this year to start doing, helping people to do this. Because lately, like a lot of people around 30, 35 years old, will like reach a really good level, and they say, like, "Hey, I am 35. I already achieved this position. I don't see myself like working here for 20 years or more." Can you help me? Because I don't know where I should go from here. And it's like, hey, here are these questions. You have the answer. So we need to, and I, I really agree, like we need to help people uh, to see themselves as products, to have a strategy, to have a business plan for their own, and actually for their own lives. Actually, I want to start helping people, not just in professional, but also like, uh, like in personal life. Like, hey, you have a, a business plan for your company, you should do a business plan for yourself, like for your life, like for your True. business, for eating, for everything. But it's impressive, right? People always create this kind of mindset that they will work for somebody, but they won't be, uh, they, and they want the company to do this or that and create this or that, but they themselves, they don't do it. They don't take the ownership around what they are selling. That, that is great. Thank you so much for that feedback. I have a question about, um, Working with people, you work with people on both sides, right? So you have your customers, companies, they have desires, they have requests, they want a certain profile. On the other side, you have um, people. And these people, actually, you don't know if they are the right person or the right uh, guys to work at a company. So how do you match those expectations? Because I know this in HR can be really frustrating. So how do you match this? How do you handle this situation? I think the, that's the word, expectations. Expectations, like if you want to have expect, like the real expectations, you need to communicate. And that's my part. I help, I help companies to communicate. I don't help them craft their culture. I, I don't get that deep in companies. I help them to communicate that in an effective way, in a way that people don't imagine what is not there. So. People and companies can choose candidates, but candidates, you want them to choose you, but not everyone, if not the right people, because at the end, it's like, it's like uh, having like a long relationship. If you present yourself as super nice company, super beautiful, it's like the same with relationships. Okay, for one night stand, it can work, you're super attractive, but in the long term, you need to be transparent, you need to be honest, you need to be yourself. So as company, I, I say like, hey, you have to show yourself to the people you want to attract or the people you want in your company because you already have happy people in your company. So ask them why they're happy here, why they love so much your company, what they value a lot. So you want more people like them and you need to communicate all this stuff. 
because if people have the information, if I'm evaluating two companies, I can see with videos, images, Instagram accounts, everything. I can see, okay, do I fit here or not? Because if not, everybody lose time. Because I go there, maybe I leave my project because my expectations <laughs> of the company are here, or you just show me that you do retreats and everything, but that's not the day to day. You know, like retreats are once a year. And I, I don't want people to just to come because I do really fancy retreats, or now everybody tries to be Google. It's like, okay, but not, not everyone wants to work in a Google environment. You know, everybody, like so people looking for different stuff. So be yourself, explain who you are. If you don't like who you are, start like changing, but in the way, like explain who you are, because if not, people will choose you or not choose you anyway. So you have to communicate who you are, the same as candidate and as a company, because if not, people will choose you based on the information they have. And at the end, when they see job offers, they choose you based on salary. And based on salary are the worst thing to choose a company because that doesn't uh, provide you happy people, that doesn't provide you at the end to be fulfilled in your day to day. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with that. And uh, what I would say is um, in Portugal, uh, as you know, you are living in Portugal now. Um, there is a big boom in tech and everybody uh, like uh, IT developers, engineers, they are always getting loads of um, uh, calls to go and work for this or that. Do you think that that's positive for the industry? Because at the end of the day, what I do think is people are raising the way they pay, raising the payment levels, but maybe culture might be dropping because they are competing for talent. So is it possible to have a great culture in a environment or a country or a region where there is the lack of talent or that the talent is scarce? I think that uh, the other day, uh, well, like last month I was in Lisbon uh, a couple of days doing trainings for IT companies, for attracting talent in IT companies. And the thing is like, everybody had the feeling that IT people have become mercenaries. Like they just say, hey, tell me a salary and nothing else. And that's, that happened or that is happening because um, that's the only way they have to screen companies. And because since everybody is focusing on the salary, the conversation about the salary, and what I tell them, and it's the same as I was saying, like, hey, you shouldn't focus the conversation on the salary. You have to change the topic about, explain me the project, explain me why you should join, explain the technology, get to know the IT profiles. And that's the first part we get. It's like, okay, what did IT people value the most? They don't value the most the salary. They talk about the salary because that's the only information companies are giving them because they, they send them like a meaningless uh, job offers that they don't explain anything. But if we ask them, it's like, what do you value? They value that to have an innovative project. They value to learn, they value the technologies, they value day-to-day, -day. they value the head of the project. So explain all of this about your company and you will be able to convince the best talent to join you, but not just for the salary, if not because the everything matches. And also it will help you to get more engaged people because if you just hire people for the salary, if someone comes offering more salary, they will leave. Because the only reason that they join your company is because, and that I think that in, the, in one way, they are forcing companies to start thinking all of this because they're, they, it's really difficult to hire talent. And, but in, in the other one is like, if companies are not evolving enough, candidates are becoming more and more and more mercenaries. And that doesn't help like to grow companies because you have a, a really high rotation of people. And 
and then like obviously projects are not going as fast as they could and but i think that the the thing is being as a company is like hey that's my culture that's who i want to be i need to hire people for these reasons but in order to do it you need to first you get to decide what's your culture what are your values how you want to work and then communicate and focusing first on people matching that and then how like is the profile what's the salary and everything so we we have to go like first to the levels of why these people or why you should work here how is it working here and then we will talk about salaries skills and everything. perfect that uh, was a really uh, good explanation about what, what's happening in portugal at the moment at least in lisbon and i do think in porto as well right um you mentioned something also in your videos and i'm going to ask you two more questions after this yeah. and this one is um, job offers promoted with video and social media. Yeah. Why? It's a new approach to recruitment. So why isn't anybody doing that? Like a video of the VP of sales asking people like uh, something or yeah. telling them. Well, I think it's um, the same. Well, I started doing video like three years ago in order to reach customers explaining the software. So we start using video for selling. and. I then I haven't received any other video from people saying, "Hey, Diego, how are you? Like, look, it's Tony. I can help your company like this, like this. I check your website, look, and share my screen and do videos like this." Nobody's doing it, and just because they they don't first they don't know some people uh, they they feel shy, but then when you see the results, it's like it's amazing. I've been doing this with Adeco Spain. I was uh, my, one of my um, projects were to train more than 700 consultants to do email recruitment. Mm -hmm. And yes, when you say like, hey, we were gonna record in video because what happens is like everybody explained this job offer in the phone. It's like, hey, how are you? Like, look, I have this job offer. But when you do like 20 calls or in a morning or 30 calls, at the first one, you are super happy, but at the 20th, you are like, hey, I have this. Like, why don't you record yourself in a video? In, in less than a minute, you explain all the benefits, all the reasons why somebody should, should work for, with you. And then you, in the job offer, you explain the rest. But use this minute because at the end, it's like they say, it's better one, one image than a thousand words. I say like, it's better one video than a thousand, a thousand images, no? So at the end, it's like they haven't thought about it or they haven't uh, dared to do it. But at the end, when they see the results, and that happened with Adeco, with, a lot of people say, no, I'll never record myself. No, I don't want candidates to see me. But then when people were st start doing it, and they were seeing the results, but the results, it was like sometimes like 16 plus or like multiplying by 16 or by 10 wow. the applicants. And also like the, the adequacy of the candidates to the job offer because they have more information. People start doing it and it worked every time. Like even when we reach people in LinkedIn, we <laughs> all reach people in cold emails and everything. So. Why don't you record yourself, do a personalized video, explain in one minute why you should join or what's your project. And people is used to videos. You go to Instagram, you see videos. You go to Facebook, you see videos. You go to everyone. So I say, do a video. The first time will take you a lot of time, but then it will be super easy. And it's much more effective. They see you, they feel you, they can understand who you are, how you talk and everything. And it communicates much better. The same with these kind of videos. Why are we doing it? Because it's most effective if people can see it and, and everything. So I think it, it will be a trend. Now I teach companies about how to do videos because it's not just the, the, the medium of doing a video, if not what you say as well, 
is really important. But I think it will be like, I'll try to promote it as, as, as much as we can. So people can have the information faster and they don't have to engage in phone calls and the process can be shorter as well. It's game changing for both sides. So companies would benefit from it. It would be much easier to do because the only thing you need to do is, or to have is, you need to have be courageous, courageous enough to just show up on a video, right? Yeah. And for candidates as well. So about your brand, you are an international speaker, you do employer branding, and I wanted to understand, um, because you're building your company, or at least you're building your project with the with, uh, and a company, obviously, and I want to understand how you can help people. So how are you designing? This might help people that are listening um, to even build other businesses. How are you uh, seeing your brand? So for you, who is your hero, the ideal customer, the person you want to help? So my ideal customer will be like companies that uh, they want to hire better or they want to improve their way, like they connect with this kind of idea of, okay, we want to uh, communicate our culture, we want to improve our uh, talent attraction, we want to improve our talent engagement, like to engage employees that are already in the company. So I help them to communicate everything. So I've been working with IT companies or any companies that they are hiring and they want to improve their basically a talent action or, or start like an employer branding strategy. So that will be, uh, and I, I can do trainings for them, for their, their HR department or even marketing departments. Usually I do trainings with both departments or just HR, which I just train them about how to do it and I can do it with, just within one day. Or I do projects where we work all the different profiles of the company, mm -hmm. what to communicate in their website, what to communicate in the social media, and I do all the projects within 10, 15 days, depending on the project. And that's the, the two kind of projects I do with companies. Then obviously I do like shorter trainings as well or different consultancies, but there are the two main, it's like trainings and, and employer branding projects. Got it, perfect. And who is the villain? I mean, what you wanna solve or what or which nemesis do your, or does your hero face when he is uh, trying to achieve something? So the thing is, I want people to be happier at their work and I want companies that they have a purpose to have the best people to achieve it. I mean, I work in, I create my own company and I see this and I see people uh, coming for lower salaries because just they believe in the project, they believe in the people that work in that project. So I want people to feel this. I don't want to hear anymore. Oh, it's Monday, fuck my life, it's, I hate my job. Like, hey, that can change or companies that have people that are not motivated, companies that they have like cancers inside and because everybody is like uh, suffering from it. So I want like, I would love uh, a world, let's say this way, where people are happy and fulfilled. And it's just like, if companies can have like, just explaining who they are, how is it working there? So people can choose better with better information about the project. And they are not afraid. And they say like, no, I don't want to change companies because I don't know if they're gonna be happier. Why you don't know? Because you don't have the, the information. So please company, share this, share this information so can, people can choose you better. And people can say, hey, there I'm gonna be happier. I love this project, I want to work there. And, and that's like the, the, the nemesis is the lack of information. Yeah. And the people stay in a job that they don't like. And, and definitely still hard to convince companies to post in social media and might not be even 
LinkedIn only, can be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok now that is booming. It can be small things, funny things that make people understand what's the culture behind the product. I see a trending increasing. And when I speak to customers here, they want to purchase a product from a company that is accessible, sustainable, that is, that treats his, for, for example, I had a case uh, one year, uh, one year, sorry, one week, one, two weeks ago before Christmas, where a person asked, where are you guys based? And I was telling them we're based in Lisbon. And where is the company from? I told them from Estonia. And how do you guys work? And she was inquiring because the last experience she had with a CRM, the office uh, was based in a country I won't mention, and things weren't working properly there, not only because she felt that the um, people working there were not probably happy with their work, but also because that would reflect on the product. They were disorganized. They had problems with the way they dealt with their customers. No, the answers were not happening in um, a short period of time. So the customer was concerned more than the tool being cool, by drive being easy to use, or price. She was concerned with that. Will these guys pick up the phone when I call them? And they will because they're happy. <laughs> and also because people want to do business with other people. Like we, we don't believe anymore in logos or brands. Just like. I, and I feel that in first person with Talent Clue, we're a, a, a startup, and people always say like, "Hey guys, I love you." I feel that I already know you when we're visiting uh, potential customers. Yeah. They were saying like, "Hey, how cool! I see you in Instagram, or I saw you your video doing that. Like, you guys like you rock." And because people have the feeling that okay, there's people behind. I know who they are. I know who the chief of marketing is, and I know personally who they are. And at the end, employer branding content, and that's something that HR needs to start selling. And that's why, why I help with my trainings and consultancies, like making marketing see that it's important to communicate, like their culture is important to communicate or to do employer branding content, not just because of the recruiting. It's also important for business and it sells Personally. more and it has more engagement and people love to see what's behind companies because companies try to project this picture and trying to be something that they are, sometimes they are not, or sometimes that is not as credible because they, you don't see who is the people actually doing the work. And, and totally. so I think it's super important to show companies that companies are made of people. So we have to show the people, we have to show them every day so people can understand who is behind every business. All right, last question. Uh, so you have identified the hero, you have identified the villain. I wanted to understand who is in your process, who is the mentor or guide that leads the hero on that journey. So you have a brand, you know who the hero is, you know who the hero wants to kill. And in this case, how are you guiding the hero to that? So how are you guiding your, your customers, your company, the companies mm -hmm. to the in that journey? Is that a process? How do you do that? Usually, and I think it's really important, is the HR director or some that happen is the marketing, but usually it's the HR director who is like, hey, we need to start changing stuff. We need to start uh, changing the way we approach possible uh, employees or even our own employees. It's like we need to communicate with them. We need to connect with them. And mm -hmm. I want to, con we need to connect. And so they are the ones that say, hey, I want my team to learn. 
how to do all these skills. I want marketing to learn how they can help HR. I want everyone to understand why is this important. So uh, usually when somebody reaches me is the HR director or the head of recruiting in bigger companies that it, they want to change the way they do it. They don't know how, and then, then but they know they want to do it. The most important thing is they, they know why they want to do it. And they say like, hey, I believe in this change. I believe in what you explained, Tony. I believe that's the world, how the world should be. Can you help us in how to do it and what to do? And then it's when I go there. So um, my most important thing is to like, make sure that, or even the CEO in small companies, they, they come to me and say, hey, Tony, we're growing. We need to make sure that the culture or everything uh, stays the same, how we can do it. And sometimes I help them both with marketing and recruiting because obviously like totally. uh, the customers is the same. You want customers that they get totally uh, I do think that this can be a great moment for companies like yours and for your company especially in Portugal we have so many uh, startups so many companies growing at a rhythm that is crazy that definitely someone uh, for, even from the outside just because being in the outside sometimes can help looking at things with like uh, mm -hmm. no formed opinions so if companies want to reach out to you what should they should do like uh, they should contact you on LinkedIn, what they... Yeah, that would be like the, the easiest would be like reach me on LinkedIn. They can put Tony Jimeno or my website, tonyjimeno.com or my email is like Tony at tonyjimeno.com. So, but LinkedIn right now, it's uh, the main channel I use to also like share content, share my ideas, share tips, tricks. It's because at the end it's like, I want to help as many companies as I can and sharing content and in the inbound way. Uh, for me, it's the same. I cannot work with all the companies in the world, but I can share my tricks, I do videos and everything. So companies can start implementing their own. There are not things that they are super difficult. Uh, I can, I help companies to implement it faster and so they, they don't have to try because I, I've been doing this for a long time with a lot of different companies, a lot of different sectors. So that the experience is, uh, is valuable to go faster, but at the end, it, the, the knowledge is the same. It's like you have to do this, 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 this. If you are a small company and you don't have the budget, you still can follow. Uh, if you go to my conferences or my talks online, you can follow these. I explain how to create websites. I explain how to create social media strategies. So at the end, it's experimenting, but uh, like that works for all the companies. Like even if you are three people and you need to hire someone, you need to explain who you are. You need to create a website. You need to create a social media strategy. You need to make sure people that comes comes because understand who you are. So uh, that's for everyone. And, and reaching Great. me on LinkedIn or YouTube or my website, they'll have the content. And this year, I'll be creating lots more content. Also, like doing LinkedIn lives and sharing more content so people can improve their. Would love to see that, and I uh, would love to 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 keep watching your videos and get to improve my knowledge with HR, which I think it's thank important you. always in any industry. And I would love to thank you for being here in Lisbon Unlimited and sharing your knowledge. And uh, for any listener there, listener there, please feel free to reach out to Tony if you need help growing your company and growing your HR or changing mindsets. He'll be able to help you guys. Thank you for, for joining, Tony. And uh, we'll be speaking on LinkedIn. Okay, thank you, Dario, and, and keep up with your good work as well. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks.